Susul. Welcome to Under the Plum Bob Podcast, the podcast about all things Sims. Yeah, um, we avoid the real world by talking about our made-up ones. And today, today, we're going to talk about our made-up families. Yeah, families across the Sims. <laughs> you have me, Vanity, joined by these lovely ladies. Hello, it's Marissa. I'm here. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to the podcast. We're talking about families today. Yep, we sure are. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm here too. (laughs) We're all here. You're in an infomercial. Hello. (laughs) That hello, I'll be honest, I had to stop myself for some. Do you guys watch, um, uh, this isn't going to work if I can't name the reference. Anyway, a YouTube, (laughs) a YouTube channel, it's not called Comedy Button, it's called, uh, Giant Bomb, uh, as the channel called Giant Bomb, and there's one of the people in that company, her name is, um, don't remember her name either. Wow, I, this is a terrible reference. Anyway, my husband and I always, she says hello in a very distinct way. And so we always say that back and forth to each other. And I was going to say that, hello. It's like, hello. <laughs> it's really funny. And I had to like stop myself from saying it. I don't know why. Hello. Well, I just want to ask if it was Giant Bob or Giant Bomb. Bomb. It's a, okay. they look Bomba. pretty famous. They make, um, they just play video games. You know, it's one of those. It's a boy. I don't know. Dylan likes it. <laughs> my, I, tell, I keep telling y'all, my nephew watches that one with that son and the dad who are just into playing games and scream, and the dad looks kind of creepy, but whatever. Or maybe it's his uncle. It's some older man and a child talking and watching and playing video games. Huh. Yeah, yeah I bet they're both millionaires. Like That's the Props. crazy thing. <laughs> I mean, it. Based on my nephew alone, he's all, every time I go over to my sister's house, he's always watching it. And I'm like, this is stupid. One of the most profitable <laughs> channels than YouTube is just a kid opening toys. Yeah, that will never make sense to my brain, ever. Look, I can I order Amazon way too much. I can open boxes on YouTube if people really want to see you open up my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of family channels, we're talking about families on The Sims. We sure are. What kind of segue was that? It was the smoothest segue. <laughs> yes, it was it not was... reaching at all. Mm-mm, it was it very was a purposeful. Finely tuned segue, I must say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. when we say family, what does that mean to you? Well, a family is when a man and a woman fall in love and they get married <laughs> and then they have 2.5 children and a white 
picket fence. Don't mm-hmm. forget Scruffy, their family mm-hmm. dog. Yep. Um, it does has not to involve, be a beagle it, or something with floppy uh-huh. ears. It does mm-hmm. not involve anybody um, mm-hmm. unless they are of the Aryan race, you know, blonde hair, <laughs> blue eyed mom, you know, mm-hmm. who stays at home with her apron and makes sure that her 2.5 kids are breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and cookies home yep. on the table. Then you've mm-hmm. got dad who goes to work all day with his briefcase and comes home, and he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> with his yep. briefcase. Yep. So that is the answer you would get if you asked a conservative person what the family meant to them. Um, but you're actually not far off. I googled the term nuclear family, and the Oxford Dictionary gave me the following. Nuclear family. Noun, a family consisting of two parents and their children, but not including aunts, uncles, grandparents, etc. So, oh, yeah, we that's don't what, care about your extended family. That's what that is. Now, I gave I gave us this definition because that is something that we're going to be seeing a lot in this series. That is not necessarily a bad thing. But it changed, and that change is a good thing. But that is something that Mm -hmm. we are going to be getting to later. Because, as always, we are going to be starting from the beginning. Which is, in this case, 20 long years ago, back when the word corona still meant beer. And a lot of our very talented... (laughs) creatives were still alive um and the world wasn't so much of a dumpster fire um i did send you that picture of baby ava playing the sims that was uh that was back that was 20 years ago i sincerely sincerely wish we use that as an episode photo no good god no not happening happening. (laughs) we totally should um Absolutely not. For reference, um, I was cleaning out some shit from my apartment this weekend, and I found an old Polaroid that my dad took of me, like really stealthily took from me while I was at the computer back in back in the day when we still had a computer room, you know, and you didn't just have a computer in your pocket. Um, and I was playing The Sims, and I remember this vividly. I was playing The Sims, and I was so into it, and all of a sudden, I hear him go. Hey, and I look at him and I just have like this haul look on my face. And that's the moment that he took the picture. And yeah, (laughs) I was playing The Sims because that was all I did back in the day. And so there was a photo of a little 11-year-old baby Ava playing The Sims, looking completely confused because she doesn't (laughs) know what's happening. Thank you, Dad. I mean, so funny. I also did that a lot. But my parents weren't stealthy about any kind of photos because... They didn't walk upstairs. That was my <laughs> land. The, uh, from like, they only walked about halfway up the stairs, and then after that, nope. Yeah. Speaking same. of families, though, like I was thinking about like our own family dynamics. Like I did not have the normal American family, even though we're black. I mean, not race aside, you know, because my dad had we had two daughters. Most Amer- like the, mm. the picturesque American family is a son and a daughter and a mom and a dad. And the mom stays home and the dad goes to work, which also wasn't a thing in my house because my mom was a nurse and my dad was in the army. So yep. did anybody have like the typical nuclear no. family? 
No, see, I was, I'm an only child and both my parents worked. Mm. I, when I was in elementary school, I was a latchkey kid. I walked home from school alone in the evening because my parents worked. I would, um, I, I wasn't allowed a house key. So my sister had to make sure that, because uh, I would lose it. So my, my mom sister- tied it on a really long string and put it in like a special pocket in my backpack so that I never had to like take it out. Like I'll, I just oh. had to take it out of the pocket and then open the door and then put it back and it stayed on a string so I couldn't I couldn't lose it. Oh, that's pretty smart. Yeah. My sister had the key and she was the one that so if my sister didn't make it home then I wasn't I was going to sit outside until she got there but she was always home so. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um I I probably had it closer than you guys. I have, you know, my mom and dad and then my sister, my brother and I so we're kind of mom dad. Uh my mom stayed at home. She never worked. But you that had was one too many reasons. kids. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm yeah. We point five somewhere. Um, my dad worked my whole life. Point <laughs> five. But I'm the point five. Let's be real. Um, but the interesting thing, why I guess what takes us out of being a nuclear family, is my sister is my half sister. My mom was married before, had my sister, got divorced when she was a baby, met my dad a couple years later, and married him. But my dad did adopt my sister, so t- she is my sister, but just like my half sister technically. So it kind of makes us a little different, but we are pretty much like a nuclear family. Like my parents are still together; they're not divorced. Um, my mom doesn't work, but shout out to my mom; she is now a business owner LLC. She has her wow. own business. Um, she is making that money. She is running around being a successful lady and we're really proud of her so yeah that's amazing (laughs) i'm very proud of her look at her look at her being a business owner yeah she has her own business she sells um i don't want to like get too into it for privacy's sake but she sells things and she's very creative and very artistic and she's always been very creative and artistic and she's always had ideas for inventions like not to like start anything but have you guys ever seen those um, nail polish remover that comes in a jar and you like just put your finger in it and it's a little mm-hmm. sponge? Mm-hmm. She yeah. actually invented that when I was a child. She had like prototypes and invented it, but she never did anything with it. And then it was invented like a couple years later. And we were like, are you oh, kidding me? No. So, this is, so this is the thing, Marissa. You could have been rich and then you could have been doing – Hold on. Hold on. You could have been rich. You could have been like Johnson and Johnson's rich. And then you could have, you know, done this podcast still because you rich people have to, time to do whatever. And then oh. you could have gotten me the title by introducing me to your rich friends who may or may not have been a lord. Do you see yep. how you oh. fucked this up for me? As a child, I should have known my future self would know you, Vanity. And I should, and we, but the thing is, I'm not going to put blame on myself because we all told her, hey, this is like revolutionary. I don't know what you're doing right now. Cause she literally just took a sponge, poked a hole in it with scissors, poured nail polish remover in there, and put it in a Tupperware. And we were like, what the fuck? This is amazing. This is the smartest thing ever. Like we were all obsessed with it. But we were super broke, so she didn't have money to make prototypes or do anything. And then, like, literally a year or two later, they were, like, selling those at Sally Hansen was selling them or whatever. And we're like, all right, cool. She may have to talk to somebody about it. But, yeah, so that's, like, the forever. These are just missed missed opportunities for Vanity to have gotten her title. Okay. It's true. Anyway. And by extension, Ava does not get to be a lady-in-waiting. 
Sadly, see, neither do, do I. Do you see how all of this just affects I will give you, us, um, Ava? I've been I will give you my mom's contact my courtesy, and I just am very upset. <laughs> I will give you understand. my mom's contact information. You can send all inquiries to Marissa's mom at email.com. You're welcome. Yep. We'll do that. <laughs> All right, but in general, now that we have our own families under under the bag here, uh, Sims 1 families. Yep, Sims 1 families. um, There weren't many because Sims 1, obviously not as technically advanced as the later installations. So for the purposes of this segment, we will be looking at the families in the Sims 1's first neighborhood only, but I will be including the families in the bin. So in the neighborhood, you had the following families that were already living in the neighborhood. So you had the Goths who lived at five Sim Lane. You had the newbies, AKA the tutorial family who live at seven Sim Lane. And then in the bin, you have the pleasant family, the roomies household and the bachelor family. So when looking at the available families, the theme of the nuclear family there does seem to be pretty prevalent. The Goths, the pleasants, potentially the newbies, even the non coupled off families seem to be set up as such. You know, one could argue that the Rumi's households consisting of one male and one female, and I will say I'm going to gender them because this game is not technically sound enough to be able to define gender identity like we can in later games. So they're perfect to be potentially paired together as a couple. Like even Michael Bachelor ends up hitched if we follow Sim lore. The Sims 2 is a sequel to The Sims 1. And he is deceased, but he was married to Dina Caliente. Like, his urn is still in their condo. But mm-hmm. this wouldn't be a he life is simulator. Deceased. He is, he is very, very dead. He's super dead. He's soup's dead. Soup's dead. Is he the one buried underneath the hot tub? No, that's Bella. No, Bella's buried. Is Bella under the hot tub? Yeah, Bella's under the hot tub. I think that Mike, was Michael our... is in a jar on their mantle. Yeah, mm. I think that was our theory. Like our theory yeah. is that mm-hmm. yeah, Bella's buried under the hot tub. Um, <laughs> but like I said, this would not be a life simulator if you couldn't put your own spin on things. So if you want Bella Goth to elope with that cute blonde girl she met downtown, you buy her enough diamond necklaces, and girl, you can get it. If you want to turn your nose up at the canon story and have Michael Bachelor stay single because maybe just maybe he's asexual aromantic you just thinks relationships are nothing but headaches and is quite happy and is on his own thank you very much that's fine too it's your game it's your world you are god sims one had the potential for same sex relationships and that was great but their pre-made families were still following a pretty heteronormative formula now when did this change that would be sims 2 it did it did change in Mm -hmm. the sims 2 because and i will argue personally that this is where the formula started to change. Now, for the purposes of this one, we will be looking at the families from the gate from the base games Pleasant View neighborhood only, which are very numerous in and of themselves. So I'm gonna start by listing them. Like in Pleasant View, we have the Broke family, the Bird, the Burb family, the Caliente family, the Dreamer family, the Goss family, the Lothario family, and the Pleasant family. Now, starting with the Brokes, we can see the first slight deviation from the formula. Brandy's a single mom. While this but no, was... Brandy's a widowed mom. She's a widowed mom. Exactly. Now, while it was possible in The Sims 1 if one of the parents died, like in this case as well, it wasn't possible to set this up during your play without having one of your Sims pair off first. 
Adoption could not be initiated by the sim, nor was it possible to try for a baby with some rando in the bar. I don't know how sex works. My ace brain is confused. Do you do you pick <laughs> up randos at bars? I don't. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, we shouldn't, but do you? I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't. <laughs> I'm just saying if you're going to, you need to be very safe because, I mean, there are goddess of herbalades is out there. Mm. So, yeah, see, that's mm-hmm. just, Wrap I'm just up. going to. Wrap it before you tap it. I'm just going to stick to not tapping anything. That cork is it perfectly before you fine. Cork it. <laughs> oh my God. Damn it before you. Jam it? Damn it. Oh, I was wow. trying to think of a dental damn one. Was- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, you know, you could. You could. <laughs> we are nothing but inclusive, you guys. Do you? Oh boy. Uh, I'm just going to unzip my hoodie here for a minute. So in order to get a baby in The Sims 1, there had to be two adults in a relationship, in a consensual, mutually respectful relationship, in order to initiate trying for a baby or getting a call from the adoption agency. In The Sims 2, we got pregnancy instead of just going, hey, should we have a kid? Yeah, okay. And a bassinet magically appears. With no, the music. Don't you- forget the music. And the music. <laughs> It, this is yes. like the child's like us as children we're like yes this is exactly how babies work yeah but imagine being an adult playing sims one the adults are probably like the fuck this is hilarious <laughs> the women are probably got going like oh god i wish um but no so yeah we got pregnancy in the sims 2 yay I don't know. I've don't never, know. I've <laughs> never met anyone blows. who went pregnancy's fun. So all of my friends have horror stories, and it just makes me want to not procreate more and more. In The Sims 2, we got pregnancy, and you could also, you know, actually do stuff with babies. You know, salty. I'm not salty. Are you salty? Uh, <laughs> so anywho, let's talk about Brandy. When you start the game, she has a teenager, a toddler, and she's pregnant with her third child. Her husband five kids. Yep. Her husband died in a tragic pool ladder accident. So yes, she was part of a nuclear family, but is now on her own with her children. Something that had not been done before in The Sims 1. Uh, moving on to the burbs. A nuclear family, to be sure, but let's take a deeper look. John is a family sim and wants to do things like learn how to cook, help their daughter Jennifer with their home with her homework. Um no, not oh. Jennifer. Her, their daughter is not Jennifer. I messed up the names. He wants to help their daughter with her homework. Jennifer, his wife, is a fortune sim and wants to do things like get a job, get promotions, and make more friends. So Ooh, when we think is, of the nuclear family, backwards. exactly like you mentioned, Vanity, yeah. you kind of drift back to like that family quote unquote ideal of the 50s you know the image that was stomped into you by a society that really needs to get with the mm-hmm. fucking times do you know what they the family- forgot about in that image by the way the fact mm-hmm. that when, if dinner wasn't ready he would smack her with that briefcase oh, yeah. like, oh, like they forgot about that part mm-hmm. straight to the moon Alice right mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. the, spousal, yep. the spousal abuse in the 50s was yep. that's the thing that was the kind of family that you saw in every sitcom back in the day that was kind of modeled after that standard formula the data set up mm-hmm. as a um, the mom is a stay-at-home parent. The dad is uh, working, and while mom is st- uh, staying home and looking after the kids. But with the burbs, we see a first departure from that norm. 
The dad is set up as a stay-at-home parent. The mom is set up as the career woman. And anyone who goes into this family and messes this up sucks. Fucking fight me. <laughs> Let John be the nurturing father and look after their daughter. Let Jennifer be the driven career woman and bring home the bacon. It's fresh, it was new, and it was definitely a welcome change. And it wasn't uncommon. Like, women no, have it been wasn't. supporting men for their entire fucking existence of humans. <laughs> exactly. When I was so at nice school, the majority of uh families like of the kids in my class both parents worked because even back then it was not easy Mm -hmm. to survive on a single income dual income makes things easier which brings me to the calientes oh boy the calientes we have said a lot about the calientes (laughs) so we're not going to come in with the specifics i'm just going to say that with the sims 2 came family trees and the ability to differentiate between more than just spouse and child, which was the only options that you had in Sims 1. Now you have brother, sister, aunt, grandson, sister-in-law. You no longer have to give Sims the same last name and pretend they're siblings. You can actually make them just that. The Calientes are two sisters sharing a house. And honestly, why the fuck not? Have you seen the housing prices these days? Like, if you get along with your sibling to the degree of being able to buy a house together or even splitting the rent on an overpriced apartment, fucking do it. The world today is still made for couples, and people with one income often slip through the cracks. As a person with one income, fucking it's not easy. You get all of the same costs as a couple does, except you only have one paycheck to pay them with. If you can pair off without having to do so romantically and you're okay with that, do it. Just do it. Everything is easier and cheaper if there's two of you. Well, that's the thing. Like, my mom mm-hmm. always gets out. She's like, "You're, you know, you're 34 and you have a roommate." And I was like, "Jackie, have you tried to rent a place by yourself?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, like try I would, being like, single for a minute, I, and you will very quickly get a roommate. <laughs> I mean, the thing about it is, it's like, yes, I could afford an apartment on my own, but it's not going to be a nice one. You mm. know what I mean? Because I yeah. want to still have money to travel and do things. Well, travel before Rona and do things. You yeah. know what I mean? And and decorate. And like, I made a whole bar and I feel like that's the problem. Like people don't understand that rent is expensive. Yeah. See, so here we have, a lot. Um, we have a tax here, a provincial tax. You're basically paying tax for the privilege of living in the uh, Flemish province. And um, it is a set amount of 25 euro per household. It doesn't matter if that household has one income, two incomes, five incomes. That is the price per household. So anyone with a dual income will only be paying 12.50 per person. I, however, being a single person in one household, will be paying the full amount off of one paycheck, whereas the others will be paying it off of two or more. So... That's Flemish, basically like, the situation. Like from Dragon Age? No. <laughs> God, I wish. Always comes back to Dragon Age. Age. It's it not will Flemish. Never <laughs> I wish. Come back from, from <laughs> but yeah, moving on. Another single parent household, the Dreamers. And this time it's a single father. Now, like Brandy Broke, Darren Dreamer is struggling as a single parent. And honestly, yeah, it's hard. So kudos to single parents out there, because like I said before, mm-hmm. the world is made for couples. It's hard on single people, but single people with kids, with only 968 simoleons to his name and three sets of overdue bills, Darren is struggling. And while he does have a thing for Cassandra, nothing is stopping you from finding him someone else, male or female, which is nice, 
or you can have him struggle some more until he makes it big as an artist and, you know, can make a comfortable life for him and his son because maybe Dirk is the most important person in his life now and he wants to focus on that. You know, again, it's your story to tell. There's also the goths. Mm -hmm. What else can we say about the goths? Bella's missing in this one, so I guess Mortimer is a single parent now. Cassandra's an adult, so she doesn't count, but Alexandra is still a child, so I guess that counts. I'm not going to go into it anymore. Still a murderer. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Psychopath. Um, but we're going to move on path. from the goths uh, to the Lothario family. And this is basically just Don. And as w- uh, with Michael Bachelor before him, he's set up to be paired off. However, it is scripted in game that he leaves Cassandra at the altar. Did he get cold feet or is it something else? Maybe he's not into girls after all. Maybe he's been living in denial. Maybe he's not into romance, just sex, and was only entering into a union because that was what society expected of him. Maybe he's aromantic and just wants sex with no strings attached. That is all perfectly fine and completely up to you. The Sims 2 gave you that freedom. The Pleasant family is another nuclear family, but only one of two traditionally nuclear families. The predominant factor here seems to be single parent household or the non-romantic household because The Sims 2 gave us more in regards to family dynamics to play with, the household versus family names, the family trees, etc. You know, we got a lot more possibilities for interesting combinations and that in turn was used by the team to give us some very interesting families. This is just Pleasant View. Like, I'm not even counting Strangerville, which had some very interesting combos as well. Like, the Beakers living with a stranger to use for their experiments. Don't do that in real life, please. (laughs) Please don't keep people trapped in your basement. No, please don't do that. Um, You know, there were the Curious Brothers pulling a Caliente and pulling their resources together to live in that ridiculous house with all the scaffolding. Olive living with Ophelia, her granddaughter. The Sims Mm -hmm. 2, in that regard, was the first stepping stone and real change in the norm, quote-unquote, norm of families in The Sims. And it proved that the people working on this game always had a progressive mindset. And future installments would give them the possibility to use that to redefine the family units in The Sims series. Mm -hmm. Which we really started to see prominently in The Sims 3. Mm -hmm. And I did want to throw in... uh, the curious brothers having a pregnant male and then the brothers raising that baby that's together it's like three men and a baby literally yeah that's a totally outside the box you know away step away from a nuclear family so that's absolutely um but yeah that brings us to the sims 3 and now we all remember the sims 3 where the world was open and you could match the curtains with your dress and the sims 3 made everything bigger (laughs) Better and unfortunately also buggier, but that also means a lot of families, like a lot. So for the purposes so of this part, families. we'll be focusing on Sunset Valley, moved in families only, and two families from the store because they're important, and because the bin is plentiful, I'm not even going to touch it. I'm also going to pick and choose uh, the most prominent and interesting ones. Side note: Can you talk about how I always tend to forget about the bin? Yeah. I I randomly forget about the bin and then Mm. I'm like, oh shit, there are people in here and they have their own little stories and shit. Yep, they sure do. Oh, I would put you in a place, but I forgot a man. But so in the neighborhood, we have the Altos, the Aldi family, the Landgrab family, the Bachelors, the Bunches, 
the single mom's household, the working friend's household, the Juan Goddard family, the Dante household, and the Sheer family. Now, like I said, this is just a handful of the many, many, many families that come with Sims 3 because it was amazing and wonderful and seriously a get-your-shit-together. Anywho, the Altos are, again, your typical nuclear family, as are the Bunches, the Bachelors, and the land grabs. Yes, that's a lot of heteronormative families, but I have a point to make. Bear with me, please. The Alvi family <laughs> is a family consisting of a single dad and his two sons, reminding us of the Dreamers, which is also f- what is also fun is that the name implies that they are Pakistani, so fuck yeah, representation. Representation! Yep. <laughs> we also have the single mom's household, and that is one of my favorites. Two single moms with their kids sharing a house. Fuck yes. Pool those resources. Communal living should be on the way up. If your friendship is strong enough, your communication is clear, and you respect boundaries, I don't see how this couldn't work out. It used to be whole villages took care of kids together. It's an interesting choice, and it's still one of my favorite households to play. I've had them fall in love with each other, and I've had them fall in love with different partners. In the latter case, the partners just moved in with them, and they got a bigger house. It is beautiful. So I love it. Adjacent to this, my best friend and I had this had this thought where we wanted to eventually like settle down and like um, get a like a duplex, um, and then have a, a a door in the middle. And um, so like our houses, we have our own houses on the side, but then we have a door in the middle that can be open. And then basically we have one big house. Yeah, exactly. I, we, I we love always it. thought about that. Like, you know, if you want privacy, close the door. If you uh, And then like if she has kids and they want to come over and hang out with me, yeah. come on over. You know what I mean? And then yeah. scoot on back home. And, I, think I, I, read you know. this, I think I read this thing. I don't think it, I don't know if it was Tumblr or I think it was a Reddit thread or something. And it was a woman who lived... Um, with her three friends, but in the way that they had bought houses and land adjacent to each other. So they basically had their three houses like in a triangle and all their land together was like a giant garden that they tended together. Oh, yeah. And if they, like, they traveled together, they made plans together. And one of her other friends, her non, you know, her not single friends, um, because they were, all three of them were single. And one of her not single friends got pissed at her Cause she asked her something like to hang out or something. And she was like, Oh, well let me check with the other two to see if we have plans to do something. And the married friend was like, every time I ask you to do something, you always have to check with them. Like what the fuck is up with that? And then she was like, but every time I ask you to hang out, you say that you have to check with your husband. So I don't know what the difference is. And that's just it. It's just a different type of family, but they are family. Mm. Nonetheless, they have plans together. They coordinate with each other. And so they have to see if they have made plans with each other earlier. That's just, just because they're yeah. not married doesn't make it any less valid. And I no. fucking love that. I love that. Because I think there's so much pressure in our society that you are not complete unless you have a spouse or a partner or a romantic yeah. relationship. Exactly. And it's not true. Like, we we come into this world alone. We die in this world alone. However you find companionship is just a benefit, but it, exactly. it's not, you're not just incomplete if you don't have it. Make platonic relationships more common. 
Mm -hmm. know, it's not going to diminish the value of romantic attachments, but it might give people who who would otherwise become too lonely a chance to share their lives with someone without having to have any sort of romantic attachment. There are aromantic people out there, but that doesn't mean that they should be lonely just because they can't find a romantic partner because that's what society expects them to do. Live with your friends, live together, buy a house together, live your lives together without any form of romantic attachments. There is nothing wrong with that. But society just has this sort of vision of what a family should be. And that is, if fortunately it is changing slowly but surely, and it needs to change more. But I will get to that. Mm-hmm. Before we get there, I'm going to talk about the working friends household. Now, I have been the working friends household. I think vanity is the working friends household. I like am. When, it's yeah. me. When I lived in Dublin, I first shared a flat with my friend and my colleague who moved here, who moved to Dublin with me. Like we, we lived in Scotland together first, and when our job got transferred over, we transferred with it. And because we didn't know the city at all. We just jumped on the first flat that we could live in together and we could have our cats. Now, the flat was too small. And combining that with us working together, like basically sitting next to each other, we were basically in each other's face for like 24-7 and our relationship soured. So I moved out after our lease was up and I rented a room in a huge house in an estate in South Dublin. I spent some of the best years of my life in that house. I shared it with other working professionals and even a couple at one point. We were all friends. We split the chores. We even took turns cooking for each other for like the whole house. Yes, we had our downs, but we still made it work. And with housing being what it is today and even back then, it's becoming a lot more common to split a bigger place with several people in order to make the rent more affordable. Like look at the Sims team going with the times. I would like to point out that sharing with roommates is still not very common where I'm from. Because when I first moved abroad, the idea of sharing a house with a stranger blew my mind but it worked out really? and I really ended up enjoying it and made some good friends like 10 out of 10 would recommend. But yeah, yeah, it just, it does not happen here. So interesting. It happened. I think it's, I think it's on the up, but normally you wouldn't. Also the hmm. thought of like renting back there when you rented, it would be furnished here. Renting a furnished apartment is like, you do that if you're renting a vacation apartment or like if, if you're buying a, a second apartment uh, mm-hmm. to like like a vacation apartment, yeah, then maybe it would be furnished, but otherwise, not nah, men, bitch, you get your own bed. See, that's see, like when I was looking into seeing how much it would cost me to move overseas, everything like in, um, like in the Londonish area or even over in Wales, like they were all furnished furnished apartments. Yeah, in the get, UK and it's, and in the UK it's very uh, it's very normal. For me, like if I do decide to move overseas, which I will, um I would need it to be furnished because I'm not bringing furniture over with me. I'm bringing suitcases. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's that's why it was handy for me to move uh, back then as well because I didn't need to buy anything because everything was furnished. Back here it's not. It's just not. You rent an empty apartment and you buy your own furniture and then you take it with you. That's what happened. I mean, that's what happens here. That's the norm in the yeah. States. Furnished apartments are, like, rare unless you're, like, getting some kind of corporate housing. They, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, um, if you're doing, for example, if you're living in a place that has, like, a renowned hospital or whatever, they have those. It's kind of a mix between a hotel and an apartment. Yeah. Like it's basically mm-hmm. a hotel, but you can stay there for, like, months if you want to. It's a little bit cheaper than a hotel. Like, when I got my apartment after the big breakup of two years ago, like, I walked into this apartment with nothing. And I left that 
where I lived before with just like like with nothing like furniture wise I literally had to buy everything and that is expensive it is not cheap to just you know you have to buy a couch you have to buy a dining room table or a coffee table you have to buy a bed you have to buy you know like that shit was not dressers that shit was not cheap so when I when I bought my apartment would be great yeah Yeah. when I bought my apartment um as well they were like oh we'd like to keep the fridge here and it was like a really shoddy like cheap fridge um you're like yeah we'd like to just uh, leave the fridge here so we're gonna include that in the sales price and i was like no the fuck you're not you can leave the fridge there if you want i will have the movers take it and chuck it but i'm not buying that because i have my own fridge because i Mm -hmm. specifically saved up for that fridge because i wanted that specific fridge and all the rest of my furniture i had to buy that is something that i had to calculate into my budget when i was moving Because I would need a couch. I would need a dining table. I would need a whole bedroom set. The only thing I had was my wardrobe and my desk. That is literally all I had. Well, and I think there should be something with those furnished apartments. Because, yeah, if you think, like, getting a new job or, like, Vanity having an unexpected breakup, you can't plan for that. You can't save money when you've been broken up with, you know, or, or when you end a re- serious relationship. So that should be norm more normal in our society to have like, Hey, the only thing that saved me was I wrecked my car at the same, I wrecked my car <laughs> yeah. at the same time and they totaled it oh. out and gave me the difference. That was literally the only thing that saved my life. Cause I, they gave me like seven oh. grand and I was like, thank wow. you. Thank you to the heavens for all of this happening at one time. It was a lot of stress, but it still was okay. Anyway, mm. moving back on to the Sims. Yeah. The, the Juan Goddard family. Yeah. I mentioned those because hyphenated last name. Fuck yeah. Keep your name, sis. That is I'm all. all about, I'm all about. If I ever do get married, I will keep my last name. I've had my name forever. So I like it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like that too. Because it shouldn't be. That shouldn't be just the expected norm of, oh, you know, the lady takes the man's name, blah, blah, blah. No. Like, you can do whatever you want with your name. It's your name. <laughs> exactly. It's your name. Keep it. You don't have to give it up for anybody. Or pull a Hillary Clinton and make your maiden name your middle name. Like a second middle name. That's another option. Also possible. <laughs> um, also, I think it's okay. shitty that like if you, have, if you have kids, the kids automatically get your husband's last name. Like, what the fuck is that? Where'd that come from? Why is that a thing? Like, Why do white kids have to have your last name? Why can't they have mine? My dad has no sons, so if I do happen to pop out a fucking room fruit, they're going to get my last name if it's a boy because he has no sons. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you, fucking go for you it. You pooped out the womb fruit, so you do it. <laughs> Just saying. That's that should that should be the norm. Like they came out of me, I get to pick. I don't, it doesn't saying. get to default to you because if anything goes down, it's still going to be attached to me. You can just peace on out. And they exactly. Get your last name. That's Fuck yeah. you. thing. Like when you break up, most likely the kids, like in most situations, the kid's going to be, you know, shipped off at the mom. So why wouldn't you get to decide the name then? And then now I, I get to walk around with a kid that doesn't match me. Like, oh, hi. Um, hi, Mrs. Uh, this is, this is little Brinley. Ben, Brinley Taylor, are you, are you, are you, are you Miss Taylor? No, actually, I'm Miss Wilson. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm, yeah, super I want, if, no, <laughs> or, or, 
like my uh, family I know, the mom, even though the mom and dad got divorced, the kids all have dad's last name. So the mom kept dad's last name, even though they haven't been married for whatever, 15 years or whatever. Mom is still keeping that last name because it's her kid's last name. Oh, so wow. it's like now, could you imagine like being divorced Mm-mm. and having a horrible divorce, like absolutely despising the the spouse that you had, mm. but you still have to have their last name for the rest of your no. life because that's your kid. No. You know, it's just oh, it's not right. The only concession no. I would make is I would hyphenate. I would hyphenate. I would hyphenate their last name. But your last name's going first. My last name's going first because most people don't. Some people sometimes they cut off one half. They don't feel like doing it. But I would hyphenate it so it would be my last name hyphen your last name. That yeah, might, that might be yeah. the only concession I would make. That's a good I actually concession. had a colleague when I was in Ireland who had a, hy- a hyphenated last name from his parents. His his parents had both changed their last names to be hyphenated, and he had given him the hyphenated last name as well. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. That way, it all like matches together. Unless your last That's name nice. is like something stupid, like but. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. taking that. I'm not I'm giving that to me. You want to take my last name because your last name sucks. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of couples do that. Actually, they kind of make the, make up their own last name, or they combine the names, like not hyphenated, but they literally combine the letters of the last name to make a new last name for the family. Mm. And I do like that because, well, I did take my husband's last name because I really do love and appreciate his family, and I wanted to to, to do that and. It's not it's like for me. It's, yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, that's the I thing. Have a new you, last name. You whatever. get to do it. You get to yeah. do whatever you want. That's the whole point. You have that option now. That's what's important. Yeah, and so like I did that. But what if my husband and I didn't have good relationships with our families? What if we came from abusive families? Why would we want to perpetuate that last name? Why not yeah. just end it with us and have a new? a new story instead of old baggage. So yeah, I think that's really important to normalize that because not everyone has the privilege of loving their in-laws or loving their own family. You know, like a lot of people come from really bad situations and it's up yeah. to like us to make the decisions to make the future better. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, speaking of a better future, um, the Sims three, store was controversial a little bit um but it gave us roaring heights and roaring heights gave us the dandy family consisting of just one man michael dandy and michael dandy Dandy. has a crush and that crush is a man that's right Michael Dandy and Mark Davis Wells are the first officially confirmed male same-sex romance in the series. Why do I specify male? Because in the same neighborhood, (laughs) the Shear family consists of Dylan, Audrey, and Charlie Shear, two mothers and their son, respectively. Not only are they the first confirmed same-sex couple in the game, but they are also mixed race. So yay, even more representation. And this all paved the way for The Sims 4. Now, here is 
where we get some proper representation, not only so in the family this dynamic. This is be one of the few times that we're going to like praise Sims for. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Every Look, time man, we do these long, like through the like from one where to it's four. Due. We we always shit on Sims Four every t- the last couple episodes we've done the whole span of the Sims universe yes. like and then yeah. fucking Sims Four <laughs> and then yeah. fucking Sims yeah. Four let's talk yeah. about the disappointment. Uh, I say credit where it's due, and in this case, the Sims Four deserves that credit because, um, like I said, we get some proper representation not only in family dynamics but in those of the individuals as well. So I'm going to be mentioning. Both. I'm also going to be focusing on the LGBTQ plus couples and individuals because, like I said earlier, I have a point to make. So, in The Sims 4, we most notably have the Hecking family, the Nagata family, the Vatora household, uh, Dila Ostro and Mia Hayes, the Hoapili family, the Tinker family, and the Greenberg family. Now, let's start with the Heckings. Brent and Brandt and their good dog, Rosie. They are an officially confirmed out gay couple living together with their pupper. Wonderful. Just love it. I love it. Um, And it's established. It's not like, oh, are they roommates? Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. no, They're a married couple. They are married. married, They put rings on it. I love it. It is official. Then we have the Nagata family, who lives in Solani and consists of Oleana, her son Tane, Tane, Tane. I don't know. I'm sorry. And her wife, Layla, Layla Isles. They are two gorgeous, strong women raising a kid together in a tropical paradise. Nice. But Tane is the product of Oleana's previous relationship, which means that they are a blended family. With divorce being more common than the olden days, blended families are very prominent, and it's nice to also see that represented. For like sure. Olden days. Ye old olden days. Ye yeah, old that's olden like days. a thing. And I love that the story is that um, it's Ileana, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, like Liliana. Oleana. Like, Oleana. Oleana. No, Oleana. no, her wife. Lil- is it Layla? Layla. Okay. Yes. Why did I say Layla? Um, also, I do want to point out that yes, we did try to kill her off in one of her streams, but she was littering. She had it coming. It's true. Oh, yeah, we did. She kept. She yep. kept getting killed off in yep. the streams. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how she's like. Which can we say that we kind of love that? Like just the blonde. Just the blonde white lady is living and being an asshole. Being and an absolute like, and like tropical just paradise. Like, Get the fuck away. Like, yeah. you like are being so white stabs. right now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but so funny. she is actually a really good person because, you know, she met a wonderful woman, decided to marry her, and is raising the other woman's son as her own, which is beautiful yeah. give me more blended families because it, because it is very prominent and honestly it it just it's nice to see that represented mm-hmm. now and next hmm? layla kept her last name pro yes okay, go she did <laughs> um now one of those that i mentioned on the list you might be wondering about the vittores really ava yes really and i will tell you yes. why 
In the Sims 4 Vampires Pack trailer, he was shown flirting with two women and a man, which implies he might be bisexual, and bisexual representation matters. Being bisexual myself, I have had the worries. If I date a guy, does that make me straight? If I date a girl, does that make me a lesbian? The answer to both of that is no. If I date a guy, I'm still bi. If I date a girl, I'm still bi. And a lot of people don't realize how prominent bi erasure is, even with the uh, even within the LGBTQ plus community. It is harmful. Do not do it. We need representation just like anyone else. So there, Caleb Vittore, bi icon. Yes, bi icon. Slow claps. Also, I'm yes. of the I'm of the belief that all vampires are bi because you can't be alive forever and just still stick to one kind of hole. Yeah, you know what I mean? That is true. <laughs> stick to that one is kind true. of hole. I mean, graphic, but true. Oh, God. You're, you're going to break down those societal norms when you've literally seen societies change yeah. over your lifetime. You're like, I don't give a shit. You know, they're like, oh, whatever. She's like, I like I've been I going like. in the front for like three centuries. Maybe I'll try the back today. <laughs> You made it worse. And I did. I did. You're welcome. Love it. No. Oh my God. I, I mentioned Dila Ostro and Mia Hayes. And yes, they are not really in the base game. They were added on the updated version of The Sims 4 cover, and they're part of a pool of random Sims that can appear when you open a new family in Kaz. Why did I add them? Because I have a point. It's coming. I promise. Also, they hella cute together. Fight me. Then we have the Hoapili family. There is so much there. So let me start on the thing that I love most. Leah Hawata. She lives in Sulani with her grandmother. Leah has a mas- has a masculine body frame, but can get pregnant, which suggests that she may be intersex or non-binary. Now, what do I mean she can get pregnant? Well, the June 2016 patch gave us a bunch of new options and casts to play with our Sims gender identity by giving us options to determine whether our Sims can get pregnant or if they pee standing up or sitting down, which means if you want to make a trans Sim, you can. If you want to make a non-binary Sim, you can. Also, Leah and her grandmother, uh, Keala Hoapili, are set as grandmother and granddaughter in the game, but there's no parental connection. No info on Leah's parents or uh, Keala's children. The game also explains that Keala took Leah under her wing, which could mean that Leah might have been kicked out by her family when she came out which is also a prominent problem in the LGBTQIA community. So, yeah, yes, I is. stan the Hoapili family. Kella is a queen. I just now, I'm here for I'm here for ambiguous backgrounds. You know, I don't yeah. want, don't give me like I get it, you know, mom, dad, 2.5 kids, blah, blah, blah. But give me like, you know, ambiguously cuz people everybody has ambiguous backgrounds. People didn't, you know, everybody didn't get to the point where they are today on a linear line. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. a big, uh, you know, scribble like scrabble. There's, there's still story. There's enough story there for you to still give it your own spin, which I love. Yes. And this is one of the households that I was most excited to see because just the, the implications that are there are just like, yes, I'm, I, there, I just know that there are so many people out there who would love to see this, who can relate to this. And I am so happy for mm-hmm. them that they get this. 
Yeah. And now I'm going to also pick up the Greenbergs and the Tinker family, but I'm going to pick them together because they're in the same neighborhood, namely Evergreen Harbor. You have Mary and Blossom Greenberg. They're an older couple living with their adopted son, Knox, and Tina and uh, Yasmin live with their daughter, Olive. Now, the Greenbergs adopted. Adoption can be difficult for LGBT couples, mm-hmm. so good on these two for making their dream come true. I just I just love that they're an older couple, though, because mm-hmm. I just love when older – I just love – older that's LGBT couples. also something that's more prominent. They're an older couple living with their adult son, their adult son living with them. And that's something that you see more and more because it is becoming more and more impossible for young people to live out on their, live on their own because the cost of living alone is just becoming so exponentially high. So mm-hmm. a lot of children yep. are living with their parents for a longer period of time. So I promised you a point. Um, and I am going to make it. So there are so, so, so many families in the Sims series that fit the quote-unquote nuclear family stereotype. So many. Those are still the most prominent families in the series. Like, even in The Sims 4, we have the pancakes, the goths are still there. Uh, there's just, there's so many. Those, you know, those are still there, and those that will not change. But we are seeing change in the latest expansion two families are a same sex couple that's great but the other two are still the nuclear family type and the rest of the sims 4 families still have a ton of nuclear families so what is my point representation for minorities does not take away from a group that is already well if not over represented Just because there are more same-sex families or blended families doesn't mean the nuclear families will be pushed to the wayside. Just because there are more LGBTQ characters in the series doesn't mean that the cishet characters will be erased. They are still there. They have been for ages. That won't change. But in the meantime, underrepresented parts of our community get to see themselves in-game as a pre-made sim, as a basic setting, Mm -hmm. as quote-unquote normal. And that is what we need. We need this to become more common. We need more Leah's and more Caleb's. We need more Brant's and Brant's. We need more Morgan's because representation matters. And in this case, the Sims team is taking a step in the right direction. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I love it. Yeah. So we were just talking about this before this epi- before we started um, before we started recording, and. Um, we, you know, we, we record on a little bit of a, of a cushion of a delay. So this just happened yesterday, but it's been a little while by the time you hear this, but you know, of course, Chadwick Boseman passed away and we were taught and, you know, Marissa brought up the point. She was like, well, he was so much more than Black Panther. He did other stuff. He was a per, you know, and I was like, no one's negating that, but in, but for the point of it all, he was representation for the black mm-hmm. community we he was somebody that growing up i didn't see black superheroes the only one we had was storm you know what i mean and x-men like we didn't yeah. have you know especially we didn't have black women superheroes or black and then if we did see a black superhero or a black person on the screen they're always like lighter skinned you know yeah almost you know they were they were you know like they whiffed past a black person they were like black you know what I mean like they weren't they didn't look like me who does not have lighter skin and so to see on a screen um black people 
with skin like mine who had nothing they weren't they were not dependent they were not former slaves they were not persecuted they had their own little mother trucking world where they were scientists and smart and saving people and all and kinds of shit and strong and women were strong and women were leaders of the army and respected mm-hmm. and men were you know they were they weren't burdened by some unbetoned anger behind it was just it's who they were that they were angry at somebody they were angry at somebody for things that we're all angry about. I want that position that you have as opposed to, you know what I mean? And it was such a good, it was such a, it was one of those things where it it was so good to see. It's so joyous for, I'm so happy that my niece and my nephews get to have that, get to see, have that growing up as opposed to having that as adults. Me, I felt like a child. I felt like, oh my gosh, look, I can, I can be Lapita, you know, I can be, yeah. I can be badass and I'm not just simpering behind some dude like that. She what looks that, like me. What was that Whoopi Goldberg quote? I believe when she was young, she saw Star Trek and she saw Uhura. Mm-hmm. And yes. she called out to her mother, mom, mom, there was a black lady on TV and she ain't no maid. Mm. So that is why That's the so fucking good. right representation matters representation matters so much and for me to be that excited about this is why sims can you fix the fucking color of your sims of your of your color of your (sighs) ethnic sims hi representation Mm -hmm. matters but Mm -hmm. still like this is something while i you know am a heterosexual woman um i still so happy that in a game you get to see it normalized like the sims never made it so you couldn't be you know um uh, lgbtq plus character they never made that you couldn't be but it was never something that was like out front in your face and um to see mm-hmm. it out front in your face was great and also like even when you saw like the the families that that weren't of the blonde hair blue eyed persuasion when you saw a family that was interracial and you saw a family you know and that was it was in the bin or it was already in the world you had an interracial family just in the world as a normal person you could start playing you had you know the Britain Brants just ready for you to already play they're established you don't have to make them or they're not hiding in a bin somewhere they yep. exist. Mm-hmm. Yep. So representation matters on so many levels. And that's, and family is, family is what you make it. Family is your made family, not just your birthed family. Because sometimes your birth family sucks. Yeah. So you make yep. your own family you from no people that you choose. Yeah, yeah you, you you don't get to pick your birth family. You get to pick your made family. And if your made family includes your birth family, that's great. But if your made family doesn't, that's fine That's too. fine too. And I think as a life simulator game, it is irresponsible to not represent every person, you know, every type of family, every type of person. It's super irresponsible because what agenda are you putting out there if you're only having these nuclear mom and dad and two kids? You're just perpetuating a stereotype that, frankly, just doesn't exist and really hasn't existed ever We've just been force fed it in TVs and music and movies yep. and stuff like that. And it's but not accurate. At that all. 
formula is changing rapidly. And a perfect mm-hmm. example of that is the Sim series. We started with the nuclear family being more prominent in Sims 1 and Sims 2. But now with like 3 and 4, we are seeing those changes set in because it is reflecting society around us. We still yeah. have a long way to go, but it's heading in the right direction. And hopefully our generations and future generations can keep steering it in that right direction. And yeah. that's something that's also important. Like you have people come to the Sims at, it's not like all you have playing is like old Sim heads, you know, like us who playing it for 75 years. No, mm-hmm. like you have people coming to the Sims in droves or coming back to the Sims. that haven't played it in 10 years or, you know, and it's one of those things that, especially during, because of the quarantine, you have people are trying yeah. to find shit to do. Mm-hmm. And so if you're the, if the first thing you open up on the Sims and you're like, I'm going to play this game. And all you see are 50 style families. You're like, well, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's jarring. You can't relate to it immediately. You're just and, like, and yes, oh, you can okay. make your own family, but what if you just wanted to play what was already there? Especially because they do the tutorial, they make you play the tutorial first. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, they do. Like, what you need to if you never played the game before. But I'm, I just feel like that's one of those things that you know, if you have never played the game before, and that's what you see, you're going to be really kind of like, oh. But then with Sims 4, luckily it's not. Yeah. It's not. Even base mm-hmm. game Sims 4, it's not what you it's not what's thrown out at you. You have your classics like the Goths and the land grabs, but that's what that's because these are holdovers. These are these are nostalgia yeah. people. As, mm-hmm. and, but the new the new Sims that they make are also deliciously different. And yeah, that like, makes me happy. Even just in Willow Creek, you have the um that family uh that has the Mom, dad, their daughter, but they also have the grandparents living with them. Mm-hmm. Wait, gosh, I don't remember their name. But yeah, and then you have a, a bunch of roommates. That's just they're all roommates together living in a house. That's important. And that was right in the base game of Sims 4. So that was a good step. And then since then, they've just been keeping making good steps by, you know, I still, I will say to the end of time, I really liked the way they handled um gender in the sims with the update how they just made it very not simple but just made it more expansive like the um you know pee standing up can get pregnant cannot get pregnant you know these just very simple questions that don't need to be super graphic and they're not kind of there's no association it's literally just what do you want the sim to be able to do? Okay, that's what that sim is doing. How, whatever that means to you is whatever it means to you. We just want to give you this option. I think that's really important. I concur. Yep. So in closing, fuck your basic ass nuclear family. Unless it's what you have. I mean, if that's what you have, that's what you have. But understand that that's not all that's out there. Some people have one mom. Some people some people have two moms. Some people have a single dad raising them. Some people have two dads. Some people are raising their damn selves. So, mm-hmm. like, in the day, normal is family relative. Family is what you make it, basically. You mm-hmm. choose your family. Be that blood, be that not blood. It doesn't matter. Whatever don't you anybody consider you for to that be either. your family is valid. And if don't let anybody shame you for that, like if your if your family is not any of your birth family because they're all pieces of bovine fecal matter, 
that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, you don't let anybody shame you for having your friends as your family. Or don't let anybody shame you for, you know, not for having yourself and your cats as your family. Like, your family is what you make it, and that is what is right for you. For you at that time, or for you for all time. It doesn't fucking matter. So, whatever family you have, I'm happy that you have it. Hug your family, and hug yourself, and play The Sims and make that family. And then show us. Ooh, yes. show us your families. Yep. Show Only us make all your, of your families. Make your families and show us your families. Put it on the gallery and, you know, tag it under the plumb bob or UTPB uh, or Team Cal Plant or whatever. Tag should us. We do make, make your families. New, should we do a new hashtag like UTPB families? Yeah. Yeah. You do that. Good do idea. that. Make your families. And then show us your families and then show them off. Show us everything. And um, if you do, and, you know, maybe we'll see if you can post on our social meds. That's a great idea. That's a really great idea. And we can download them. We can play with them because we Mm -hmm. want to see that, you know. We can play with your family. Ooh, if you have a backstory for your family too, like I do love a good story. Give me the description. That way I can play your family right. Like if I'm going to play your family, I want to do it right. So make sure that you give me a good backstory. Yes. I love it. I love it. And just a word of encouragement. Like, yeah, if your family stinks, you're not, you don't have to be a product of your family. You know, no. you can be your own person. You can heal, go to therapy from the trauma that you experienced from your blood relatives and know that just because they're your blood family doesn't mean that they are who you are. You know, you can change. You can end the cycle. Encouragement. Anyway. <laughs> so let's take a little look at what's coming next. What is coming next? Whale. Llama's talking about genetics, playing with genetics, playing playing God and scrambling up your genetic faces or skin colors or toes. <laughs> what you never remember was it Sims 2 or whatever when you could paint your nails? Is that three? What? When you when have nail you paint. Nails? Well they had like Nail paint, or was that like a, a mod that I added? That was that was custom, it has content. To be custom content. I mean, I know in most okay, Sims three, I know you could get a manicure pedicure, but it never colored their nails. No, I, I that was definitely custom, custom content. content. Oh, well, it, is there one of those for Sims four? Tell me, tell me if there's a one for. Oh, wasn't my Sims to have nail colors? And yeah, you can have nail colors on Sims four. You. For most of them, besides Sims 1, you could have nail colors. You can have, like, long nails or rings and stuff like that. It's usually under the rings category. Is that custom content? Yes. Okay. Well, find me that link, guys. Anywho. (laughs) um, And then we're going to talk about... (laughs) Bony. Bone bone? (laughs) Bony? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That needs context. (laughs) Bone a bitch. Wow. Bone Hilda. <laughs> bone, okay. For the record, Bone Hilda. We're we are going to bone talk Hilda. about Bone Hilda, yes. We're not talking about bonies or bones in any way. Bone Hilda. We are talking about the, the one, the only, the queen of Bone Hilda. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be looking into her history and her presence and her lack of presence in certain renditions in the series. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I Hi. wrote a little poem for her. Mm-hmm. So there. she did. Um, also, just make, make sure that you're ready. Um, the amount of salt. I feel like that Ava's going to spew in that episode. Make sure you have your water. You're going to end up being a prune. So remember that we are team hydrate. However you want to hydrate, that's fine. Make sure you have your hydration station ready for that one. Okay? Yes, indeed. All right. So social media plugs. Plum Bob Cast on Instagram and Twitter. Plum Bob Podcast on Reddit. We're under the Plum Bob Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr. Our website is undertheplumbobpodcast.com. You can reach out to us on our contact form or our email, undertheplumbobpodcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, and Pandora. If you are listening to a podcast-like website that I didn't say, please let us know, and we can put that on our notes. Also, if you're still noticing, I know we talked about this last time, But if you're still noticing you're like unsubscribed from us or if our episodes aren't updating on your preferred platform, you guys have been doing a great job of reaching out to us. But just keep reaching out to us and let us know we are still actively working on that. (laughs) TM actively working on it. Thank you so much for Ava for putting the script together. It is absolutely beautiful and chef's kiss amazing. Ava, you are the rockest of rock stars. I do my best. Um, I got all of my information from the Sims wiki and from the games themselves. I hopped in a couple of times to check some things. Um, Also, I just want to, as I put my disclaimer on every single one of these episodes, um, please, I don't know why Apple and Spotify are like the most important. Can you please like rate and review? Even if you just say any, I don't care what you say, just say apples for all I care. Just Mm -hmm. put something in the review spot so that it can have, the algorithms, algorithms, algorithms pick us up, and then that we are able to be um, put out there more. Because the more ratings and reviews that we have, the more that we are being broadcast, so other people can find us. And if other people find us, you grow a bigger audience. Maybe one day when the Rona is not happening, we can actually be at like some kind of convention and get you guys some like hot inside scoops. Scoops. Yeah, yeah. Ava was supposed to be at Gamescom this year. Um, so I would have mm-hmm. been front and center for that scoops. that that reveal of the Star Wars pack. Man, would that have been interesting. Wish I'd have been there, but oh. I wasn't, um, unfortunately, due to the Rona. But next mm-hmm. year I am going, be it on my own dime, or maybe you guys can help us get there. I don't know, but I'm going to be there anyway. And if they're announcing anything, I will be there front and center. That being we'll be said... Live. We will live do it. <laughs> that being, oh, that being sure. said... Please wear your mask so that I actually will be able to go next year. Ugh. That'd be great. There were also moving Final Fantasy Fan Fest, um, I believe. So I would also be like to be able to attend that in the future. So please wear your masks, keep your distance, stay inside. Thank you. Okay, bye. And while <laughs> you're doing all of that, remember to save your game. Even if you're not playing yes, save, yep. your, save your game. Save your game. Save wear all your, your mask. Wash your fucking hands. Yep. All right, so I'm going to go make some breakfast. It's actually more like brunch fest because it's 11 o'clock. I'm going to make, go make dinner because it's <laughs> 6 p.m. <laughs> um, so on that note, guys, thanks for listening. You guys are the truest rock stars of rocks right, ne- right there next to Ava for her r- lovely scriptness. Don't forget to get me a title. Still working on that. And on that note, 
Okay, bye. 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 Oh, shit, you hit the button. I just slurped all that coffee for reasons. Okay. Blooper. <laughs> 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 <laughs>